to the Prophecy Club. I've got David Phillips on the line today, and we're going to talk about kind of where we are and where we're going as we look at this whole world through the lens of Bible prophecy. So, Dave, you had something that was really important. Why you take it and start it off? Dan, I was uh, looking at the YouTube followers of the Prophecy Club and seeing how the broadcasts were being watched recently. I got very concerned, honestly, because I didn't see a big change yet in people's interest in the Bible or prophecy. Now, we know that one day this will be the number one topic that everybody will want to listen to because of world events. But I looked at the numbers and I didn't see really a whole lot of change. And I got this sense in my heart that was like, uh-oh. And, and the reason for that is that we've got, you know, let's just take a look. We've got a nationwide quarantine, right? Well, really a worldwide quarantine in many areas. We've got this virus that's gone around the world. We've got over 26 million people that have filed for unemployment in less than two months. We've got flour shortages, yeast shortages. We've got food that's being buried underground because it can't get brought to market. We've got over 10 meat processing and packaging plants shutting down. We've got meat shortages expected in less than two weeks. And we've got a lot of people that raise uh, cattle saying they can't get their cattle to these processing plants. And when you take a look at all these things that are going on, what is the reaction of the people, right? Are they getting interested in Bible prophecy? Or what are they doing, right? And so, but what I see is, according to Newsweek, the U.S. increases in alcohol sales are up by 55%. You see people that are playing video games all day long, and you hear of people using stimulus money to put in new landscaping or to redo their flooring, I hear people singing in the streets of Italy to try to increase their morale. But yet, people are not being allowed to go to church, and I hear no complaints. Nobody up in arms that they can't go to church. And that's the response of people. Now, I'm thinking to myself, Stan, I, I think, wait a second. If all of this is happening, right, if all this quarantine and food shortages, all this is happening— and the most people really care about lately is toilet paper, people are not really paying attention. And if people are not really paying attention, it starts to lead me to wonder, maybe, even with all we've seen, maybe we haven't seen anything yet. Stan, what are your thoughts on this? A few months ago, I was talking with Lindsay Williams, a good friend of mine, and many of you know that name. And from just from time to time, I'll just give him a call and we'll talk. Because him and I seem to be kind of like you and I on the same page when it comes to Bible prophecy and what's going on in the world. And it is amazing talking to him how often him and I, like you and I, think about the same way. It was, it's funny way I was talking along. He said, Stan, here's what bothers me. He said, so our economy, now this is again before the, the virus came up. He said, the economy is rip-roaring hot and everybody is very excited because Trump is definitely going to win the next election and he's going to fix everything. And they're partying and having a good time. They're going out to all of the bars, to the, uh, the ball games. And he says, but here's my problem. He says, I see that America is being blessed. He said, but I don't see the repentance. 
In other words, since we know that the wages of sin is death, so the more we sin, the more trouble we get into. Okay, so if America has been blessed a lot more, and it has not come because we have seen the churches begin to fill up, we've seen people beginning to read their Bible more, we've heard of many uh, meetings where great miracles are happening or something. In other words, we're not seeing anything, nothing, any place that says that anyone is turning to Jesus. So if blessings have arrived, but a repentance or turning to Jesus or something where we're seeing some people turn to the Lord is not the cause of it, then I have to wonder if it's going to be something temporary. And then, of course, then the coronavirus hits. Now, let me point to something else. So I'm going to go to our YouTube site. So if you're not familiar with this, you just go to YouTube. You just type in Prophecy Club channel. Now I'm going to talk specifically about what we're talking about. And again, this is for people that follow Prophecy Club, at least on a loose basis. And this is not a criticism, but I just want to point out some things. Okay, so let's go to seven months ago. And I'm just going to read off some numbers of how many people are viewing the various programs. I want to show you something. Okay, 1.1, All right, so that's pretty consistent seven months ago. Now let's jump to five months ago. 7K, 4.2, Okay, so it's up about six months ago. Now let's jump to four months ago. 3.3, Now let's go to, I'm going to make a point here. Uh, now we're about three months ago. 5.1, Now two months ago. And there's these particular ones, the virus has not hit yet. 3.5, All right, now let's go to when the virus hits. And what would you expect? Why you would expect that they would be up, like double or triple. I mean, at least double. In other words, a lot of people say, hey, man, we need to check out what prophecy is saying about all these viruses. So you would think that as soon as the virus hits, that we would have doubled or tripled in our numbers, but that's actually not what it says has happened. So let me go to two weeks ago, 4.3, 5.1, 6.6, 2.7. Now let's go to a week ago, 6.2, 4, 1.4, 4.4. In other words, you had a thought that we would have just gone through the roof, two or three times more people tuning in. But that's actually not been the case. David? This is incredible to me, Stan, because we're talking about people being locked down. We're talking about food supply going away, right? The the whole supply chain being disruptive, the whole supply chain being disrupted. I mean, these are huge changes that have happened. And what we're seeing is there's not a really big change. And so it really gets me concerned if all this has happened and people have not responded, what does God have to do to get people's attention? I think that we're about to hit a fork in the road. I think that we will see financial disasters. I think we possibly could see, I mean, there's a lot of people still 
talking about things that uh, point to the suitcase nukes. And then, of course, we haven't heard anything about Israel and the splitting of Israel. But as I see it, I think that two things are going to be happening at once. And the interpretation of the black and white cow is that some people are blessed, the black, and then some people are not blessed that didn't receive that are the white. So apparently there's about to be a lot of trouble. I think we're still going to see riots. I mean, there's a lot of anger in the hearts of Americans, like, like what is happening up in Michigan and also Virginia and several other states. I mean, they even had armed people go into the Capitol, I believe it was Michigan, complaining about being locked down. And I think they do have a point because it should be the ones that are sick that are quarantined. You don't quarantine the healthy, but that's exactly what they've asked us to do. So anyway, back to my point. I think that we're going to see some really, really good times, but also think we're going to see some people that are really, really hurting. It's not going to be just, how do I say, the boats are floating all at mid-level. Instead, I think we're going to see some boats that are dry and some people have lots and lots of water. There's going to be some people that are really, really happy with what is happening. And then there are going to be some people that are really, really hurt. And I'm not talking about just finances. I'm talking about just a lot of things that are happening. In other words, these are the early birth pains for when they shall say peace and safety, sudden destruction shall come upon them as travail upon a woman with child and they shall not escape. We're in the early birth pains. So we're going to start seeing a split between those that are blessed, those people that are not. David. I'd like you, Stan, if you don't mind, to talk a little bit about these broadcasts that you're working on, the TV broadcasts, because I think when all this virus uh, news came about, you were thinking in a way, you know, maybe you should have done that earlier. But if we're about to see the kind of change that you're talking about in the future, and if these are just the starting, maybe, of birth pangs, then those broadcasts might be really important as we go. And, and um, it's just a really important project. So if you can, can you give us an update on that? Oh, man, you do seem to, <laughs> you do seem to have the knack to ask exactly the right question at exactly the right time. So here's where we are with the broadcast. First of all, I'll talk about the making of them and then kind of my heart for what we're going to be doing in them. Okay, so as I told everybody, my agent rather quickly was able to find a TV station up in the Detroit area that said that they would make all three broadcasts turnkey $15,000. That didn't mean anybody sees them. That just means we have three broadcasts. But here is my heart on this. For many years, we went through another TV station. We made, a, I don't know, like 240 TV broadcasts. We did a lot of our DVDs at this station, and I won't mention the station, because I don't think we were treated right. They did not believe in what we were doing. None of their people attended. They never came up to check on us. We never heard an encouraging word. Uh, it was always a discouraging word. We were treated like, okay, fine, we will tape what you tell us to tape. We'll turn the cameras on. We'll edit what you tell us to do. We'll take your money, but we don't really believe in you. We really wish you'd just go on. We wish you'd just disappear. Well, you know, the, we, we, don't, we aren't liked by the church out there at large. So I don't really want to go into just another studio that is going to take my money and turn on the camera and edit and do. I, I don't want that. I want someone... Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm kind of going to 
I'm going to kind of go into my prayer closet here for just a minute. I'm going to tell you, well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I've been telling the Lord. I don't know, this has been going for the last couple of weeks. I said, Lord, please, more than, start getting emotional here. Probably more than any other request in my life, I want to make these three TV programs. But I want to make them really, really good programs. I mean, really, really good. Not just turn the camera on, turn the camera off, and hand me the recorded program. But instead, I want someone that will love me, that loves our ministry, that loves prophecy, that believes in Dimitri Dudeman, and that wants to help us. Someone that I don't say, here, put the camera here, here, turn it on. Okay, I'm going to stand in front of the camera where I'm the director. (laughs) I don't know what to do, okay? Uh, You know, I know Bible prophecy. I'm not a TV director. I want someone that says, okay, I believe in what you're going to do here. And we're going to make three really good programs. And this is the way we do it. We do the background like this. We do people that will say, I'm going to help you to make a really, really good TV program. This is the way the desk needs to be. This is the way the sign needs to be. And this is the way we need to put it together. This is the way we need to do the one-third key and all of that TV stuff. I don't know how to do that. That's not my job. It seems like I go into a TV studio and they don't care about us. They don't like us. They don't like our message. They don't like Bible prophecy. They believe this is a bunch of hooey. We are just an, a, a, we are a wart on the church's hand. They wish we would disappear, but they're happy to take our money. I don't want any more of that. Instead, what I'm asking my fast track team, some 1,300 people that fast and pray for the things I ask them to fast and pray for each week, and what I'm asking a radio audience out here to also do, I want someone to help that loves Bible prophecy and loves us, and loves our ministry, and believes in it, and I want to make three really, really good TV programs. I don't mean TV programs that just look good. I'm talking about TV programs that when we get to the end, they order the things that I ask them to order, and when I ask them to receive Jesus, they will, and then I don't want to just do three programs. If we can establish a friendship and a relationship, and if they will treat us right, and if they're professional about what they're doing, then we might turn this into some kind of additional things. It may be a weekly program. I don't know. But I want three really good, really good TV programs. The three programs I want to do is one is on Dimitri Dudeman's message. And I have done this hundreds of times over the years. That's not a problem. I think Miss Mark is going to be easy and in my prayer closets, and also he's spoken to me in the night, he showed me what to do on Miss the Mark. But I already know what to do on Secret Door. Secret Door is going to be the difficult one because it's tying the prophecies back to the, the feast. And what's difficult, okay, I, I don't, I, I know I'm about to sound arrogant. I know I'm about to sound a little condescending. I don't mean to, but what I'm about to say is the truth. And the problem is the average church-going person out there, the average Christian, the average church member, doesn't know a hoot about the feasts. And what more, they don't care to. We don't got to do that Jewish stuff. That's their attitude. Well, the problem is if you're going to understand Bible prophecy, you have to at least have a basic understanding in them. So in a 30-minute program, 
I need to spend three hours teaching them the feasts so that I can teach them the prophecies. And I'm talking to someone that probably doesn't even know the prophecies, much less the feasts. In other words, trying to teach about six hours of information and put it across in a 30-minute program is going to be difficult to say the least. But that's what I've got to do. So the Dimitri Dudeman program, they're not going to like that. They're not going to like me bringing it to them. So then we come to the secret door to understand Bible prophecy. They won't understand that, and it's going to be very difficult to get across. And then when it comes to miss the mark, that's going to scare them out of their seat. But they're going to respond. Probably out of the three, they'll respond to miss the mark the most. If there's anything people in the world know, especially America, is they know about 666. They know about the Antichrist. If they know anything, they know about that. So talking about miss the mark, I think is going to be the easiest one in terms of getting a response. But I have to get a response from all three of them. So I'm going to have a lot of work. I've been working on the text. And that's another thing. Because I don't know the studio, I don't know what equipment I have. I don't know if I'm going to be just reading text from a monitor, you know, from a, a scrolling text as I look at the camera, uh, or if I'm going to be using a PowerPoint. So I don't know exactly how to prepare until we get the station. So, yes, I've got a station that will make the three programs, and we will make the programs, but I don't know that this is the station we really, really want to do the programs. So I'm asking everyone out there to pray. I don't think I have to make phone calls. I think that God will arrange for us to meet the right people to make these three programs. Three really, really, really good TV programs. Okay, now let's talk about the timing. The correct timing would be to have had these three programs three months ago and already have them running on the air. But, of course, we didn't, we didn't know. We didn't have the money to do that. And I'll take all the blame for that. Now, we do, thank you very much, by the way, I asked for $10,000, and we wound up actually needing $15,000, and you folks out there sent that. So God bless you. God bless you very, very much. May your prayers, whatever your requests of God be, may they be heard and answered. Okay, so the next thing is getting into the studio, because right now we call these studios, and a lot of them aren't even answering the phone. And they're simply not open for business. So we've got to wait probably another couple of weeks before we can even get into a studio or even get them to answer the phone to possibly talk to them about making it. And then the next thing is I want to make three 60-second spots. Uh, I told my wife last night, I said, uh, I feel like great victory when I'm able to speed through and uh, turn the channel or something to avoid a my pillow commercial because this guy has beat up the airwaves with his my pillow commercials but that's kind of what i need to do with these three commercials i need to air them a lot now we've either either we just get on there and give a message and we don't have anything to offer and that means we don't get any money back in and that means it probably dies pretty quickly unless we got lots of deep pockets or we have something to offer that we think is going to do really well. And I think that when we offer the offer we're going to ask, which is going to be uh, a three books and a DVD, the DVD of Dimitri Dudeman and him giving his testimony, the three books will be the secret door to understand Bible prophecy. And 
missed the mark. And then a new book I haven't talked to you about called God's Warning to America. And it is Dimitri Dudeman's testimony and all of his dreams and visions, dreams and visions from Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, and about 10 other people. As a matter of fact, when you hear me talk about it, I've got like 200 pages of prophecies that I've collected over the years. For the most part, it's those prophecies. And it's going to be a very, very powerful book. And I think that when we get it printed and I'm in the final phases, I'm about to send it to print up. My goal was to send it to the printer today. And we might still make that goal. But anyway, here in the next few days, we'll have that to the printer. And probably in two or three weeks, we'll be offering that to you folks out there. And if you take my advice, you do want to have a copy of that book. You do want to have Demetri Dudeman's uh, testimony and all of these dreams and visions and all of these other people. You want to have them. You want that book. So anyway. So I'm going to offer these three books and the video, and hopefully that will keep it going. All right, now let's come to the final phase. The final phase is, so we've got three really good TV programs. We've got three really good 60-second spots talking about the offer. But that doesn't mean anybody sees it until we get the money to air it out there. At that time, at the right time, hopefully here in the next few weeks, four to six weeks, I'll be able to come back on the air and say, okay, we got three good programs. We've got three good spots. Now we need your financial help to get them out there. Hopefully that when, and I, I'm totally believing you. I, I believe that God is, I, th- I think God has brought in some really good supporters. You prophecy students, you understand the times we live in. You know how important this is. You know that this is more important. Look, our heart beating is not as important as eternity. And it's not as important as, as winning souls and filling those sports stadiums. I think that you, I think your heart is right. And I think that God has brought you in. And we're going to do something amazing, brothers and sisters, together. Uh, you and Prophecy Club, we're going to do something amazing. We're going to come up with the money. I believe you'll send it in. I, I believe God, I know, I know, I know, since I'm sitting here, I know that I know that I know, no, no that we're going to get the money, and we're going to put those 30-minute programs and those 16-minute spots all over America. But it's not going to stop in America. England does not know, but they need to. Same thing with Sweden and Denmark and France and Germany. Many nations around the globe need to know. It's not just about America falling, but they need to know that too. They need to know that that trumpet is about to sound, that first seal is about to open, they're about to see the tribulation, and they're about to see the beast, and they don't know that. And I can't make a TV program on that, at least not yet. But that's coming. But I believe that at the right time, we're going to have three outstanding TV programs, three outstanding 60-second spots, and we're going to have the money, and we're going to blast the airwaves like that My Pillow guy. All across America, and I will probably be the most hated guy in America. Everybody and their brother is going to crawl out of the woodwork beating up on me. Why? It's not that they don't like me. They don't like the message. They don't want to hear this stuff. But I believe God is going to put this all together. He's going to do some amazing things. So I'm going to say, Prophecy Club listeners, you and I are about to do some very big and powerful things for the Lord David. And the thought came to me that for those of us that have believed this warning for so long, this has now become an opportunity where we get to be a part of broadcasting it throughout the nation. We literally get to be like Dudeman, right? We get to have that opportunity, whether it's by supporting, whether it's by prayer, or whether it's by all of those things, 
to be a part of getting this message out. And that, if people can really grab a hold of what's happening, is such an incredible opportunity spiritually. Amen. All right, well, let me tell you about some things that I want you to get. I'm going to tell you the details here in just a second. But in short, I want you to get Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Miss the mark. Go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Also, if you need precious metals, you want to go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. If you need long-term storage food, you want to go to heavensharvest.com. Hi, everyone. This is Leslie. I want you to get a gift for your wife, your mom, your sister, your daughter, or maybe all four. I have made a special Mother's Day package of three books, two anointing oils, and my wonderful virtuous perfume. My first book is called The Perfect Touch. I wrote it because God showed me a vision of a red rose, which is on the cover, and he showed me what to put in the book. You might even want to include a rose when you give them this gift. This book helps us to recognize God is speaking to us in everyday life. The Perfect Touch Anointing Oil, which has more of a rose scent, is so beloved by many people. My second book is called Crown of Glory, which shows us how we can receive some of the crowns now, but also the ones we'll receive in eternity. My Crown of Glory Anointing Oil is a strong scented oil for praying for people and anointing your homes and even yourself. It is the oil for spiritual battles. The book More Than a Ruby is a fun book filled with laughter. It helps men and women learn how the other sex thinks and why God made us different. He made the ladies to be feminine and the men to be masculine, and that is the way it should be. It tears down many of the walls dividing marriages. This book has saved marriages. My newest perfume is called Virtuous. God helped me choose the genuine flower scents which went into this perfume. How do you tell a radio audience the perfume is awesome? Well, I'll just tell you it's awesome. It is awesome, and you will love it. I'm excited to offer it. I hope you will give it to the women in your life. That's three books, two anointing oils, and one perfume valued at $145 for a gift to the ministry of only $100. Order the Mother's Day gift offer at prophecyclub.com. Order it by May 1st and get it in the lower 48 states by Mother's Day, virus permitting. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. In 2017, God blessed me by helping me to memorize the book of Revelation just as a simple project. God showed me a secret door, which is based upon a single word found in Revelation and Leviticus, linking the feasts to the prophecies. When linked, a person enters into an understanding of Bible prophecy not previously known. Even though I've been in the world of Bible prophecy for 40 years, frankly, I did not know anything of what is in this book. One prophetic word described it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. It will turn so many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Two amazing prophecy charts on the back flap, 12 inches by 9 inches. Imagine a book on prophecy that brings a fresh, new, accurate perspective. I don't want you to get one book for $20. I want you to get five books for $30 or 10 for 55 It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Available at prophecyclub.com. The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. One for 20 No, no, no. Don't do that. You want to get five for 30 or the best deal, 10 for 55 prophecyclub.com. 
Emergency food is almost sold out everywhere. However, because of our relationship with HeavensHarvest.com, they have made an entire truckload available to Prophecy Club in a few weeks where others are totally out or waiting for months. They have all sorts of emergency supplies and food at HeavensHarvest.com. Their food comes in square stackable buckets, breakfast, entree, protein, fruits and vegetables. HeavensHarvest.com makes it easy to order. I recommend you have at least 12 months of food for each person in your family. Receive a free box of heirloom seeds when you enter the promo code STAN. That's HeavensHarvest.com, promo code S-T-A-N. HeavensHarvest.com, promo code STAN. I want you to come to the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade because I want to see you rise several levels higher with God. I want you to become a soul winner, prophecy teacher, and miracle worker in the tribulation, which is soon to arrive. Leslie and I will lay hands on you, anoint you with oil for you to receive a higher anointing in God as others have. Leslie will teach you her school of the prophets to help you develop more spiritually. I will teach you how to become a prophecy teacher, giving accurate interpretations of Bible prophecy. Go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and register before the room rate increases. And if you'll stay at the Hyatt and get the meal package, you'll help Prophecy Club organize the crusade. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com Register today.